Hello and welcome. Innovative author, speaker, advocate, and change agent, Dr. Bonnie Benito with a view is on the new legendary WIGO AM 1570 right now. Hello, you all out there in radio land. This is Dr. Bonnie with a view. And I'm your co-host today, James Hunter. And we have a caller already that's ready to talk to us about her situation this morning. But at this time, we want to hear what she has to say before we get just started into our daily topic. We want to hear from her because something had to be burning down in her heart over the days. Let's receive her at this time. Andrika, you're live on the air, Bonnie with a View with Pastor James Hunter. Welcome to Bonnie with a View, Andrika. Thank you so much. Hi, it's a blessing and honor to be on the show this morning. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. You're welcome. Glad to have you. Glad to be here. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Go ahead. um, I'm listening. Yes, Yes, ma'am. My name is Andrika Walker. I am a native of Cleveland, Mississippi. I'm currently residing in Georgia. Um, um, I actually bumped into Dr. Bunny yesterday. <laughs> it's amazing how it worked out. I bumped into her at the gym, and she's like, I, I was telling her about my book that's coming out. It's called Hello, My Name is Overcomer. And uh, she was like, I have a radio show. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is interesting. Um, but I would like to, um, you know, share about uh, faith this morning and how uh, the name of my business is Indescribable Faith. Um it was birthed after my mother was diagnosed with cancer. You know, as believers, we know that faith is a substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So as we stood on faith, God concurrently healed my mother's body, and she God restored her for everything that she lost. And the word um, indescribable means too unusual or extreme, and that's what, you know, we stand for. Um, the name of the book is Hello, My Name is Overcomer. Um, I'm working on an official book release date at this time, but you guys can feel free to follow me at Instagram at indescribablefaith17. Um, and about uh, 2019, a year of prophecy came forth and said um, I had just been going through a divorce and I had been going through so much. And last year I couldn't, you know, um, the prophecy that God, the things that I've been through could have sent me to a I've been through so much through my life. I've overcome so many things, um, you know, from grief to failure to abuse to divorce to sickness to losing my son, a seven-week-old boy, personal mistakes and so much. But God, you know, he with his love and power, he, he showed me that you, I'm an overcomer. So God put it on her heart to share with me that God said that I was going to write a book. And he says that just God says that he can trust you with money. And he said the seeds that you were sown over the years, you're going to be a multimillionaire. And I'm like, oh, wow. You know, but for years I pushed off writing this book. And I, I God, he, he said, God wants us to hear the truth, the raw truth. And you better not hold back. And um, so I was like, okay, God. So it took me a few years. But the book is finally here. It's called Hello, My Name is Overcomer, like I shared before. I've been through a lot of things. And I just want to share to the world. It's more than just a book is my testimony you know it's, it's my story of what i went through the things that i've overcome you know so yeah. i'm excited and i'm i'm ready you know for god to take off because to see what god is going to do even with me being 33 years old i've been through a lot but i've seen god move in my life and i'm just so grateful you know for the things that god i'm grateful to even be on the show this morning it's like literally 24 hours you got to be on the show and i'm like oh my god yeah but god because there's 
everyone, someone out there needs to know that the things that you experience, God is not a man that he should lie. If he said it, he's going to bring it to pass. So um, soon, very soon, God brought past this book. It's called Hello, My Name is Overcome. And I want you to know that we overcome by the words of our testimony and by the blood of the Lamb. So that's my story, just to tell you that you are an overcomer. I don't care what you're dealing with. I have heart failure right now as you speak. But God has brought me through and God is bringing me through. And I believe that he, they said that there's no cure, but I believe that God, you're going to, you're going to strengthen me through it or you can heal me in that, you know, from this, but right. I just trust God. And that's, that's just my story. And, and I just wanted to share with the world, get ready, get beautiful, ready for what God beautiful. is going to do for your life. We love that. And here's the, here's the cool part says, um, you know, it's good to hear the testimonies of God's people because, one place it says that uh, we are saved by our testimony. Just to hear your testimony this morning, it encouraged somebody out there in the radio land to know that, hey, God is a healer, healer. God is a way maker. And not just long ago. And I, and I, I can share this with my mom about my mom. Uh, she was diagnosed with cancer. Wow. Yes. Breast cancer. And uh, wow. she 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 I called me. Yes. And she called me. And this is real life stories. I mean, stories. And she mm-hmm. called me and she was asked to pray. And she at the, the truth of the matter, people won't be real about this stuff. This mm-hmm. stuff do scare you. Yes. I know we believe in God. I know we have faith in God. We have faith as a size of a mustard seed. But at the same time, we are still human. And she was afraid. And I kept talking with her with faith. That God's gonna make everything all right. How about yeah. she? I just got a call, and I hope somebody's out there listening to this. I just got a call from her two days ago, and she told me that the doctors did the blood work again before they uh-huh. go into the surgery because her surgery was, was coming up this month, and it's been going on for a year, you know, some years. But anyway, she had called me and shared with me. She says, "Son, I got to tell you, the doctors and them just call me." And she said, they don't see a piece, a sign or anything with cancer in your body. And see, people need to hear that because, see, God, he's the same God yesterday and today and forevermore. And people got to realize this and, and you got to know this. And those that are out there listening, you got to understand that all sickness. I want y'all to hear this. I wish y'all can hear this. All sickness is not unto death. Just because you're sick in one situation don't mean God going to kill you that way. That's how you're going to die. It, it, it just don't work that way. Until you have completed your purpose, until you reach your destined destination, you ain't going nowhere. Amen. You know, you ain't going nowhere. You got so many characters and, and people in the scripture, in the Bible, that talks about different things. God told Hezekiah he's going to die. You know what Hezekiah did? Hezekiah turned his face to the wall. And he reminded God, and this is so crazy, the study says he reminded God about the Shudamite woman. You healed her son, and you're going to let me die? No, you go, I want to live, Lord. I, you ain't going to put no sickness on me, and I'm going to die. So all sickness is not unto death. But, but, but sis, I want to ask you this, because it, it was so powerful what you said. What about your loss? Can, can you expound on your loss? I know it's probably in your book, too, as well, correct? Oh, yes, I, can, I agree. I went through it. Listen, I went through it, but like, like I said, for everyone who was born of God, they overcome the world, even in loss. 
losing my son. He's seven weeks old. He was born with cystic fibrosis. And he fought, and he fought for weeks. My husband and I, we fasted, and we prayed, and we asked God, you know, heal my son. God, heal my son. But he did heal my son, just not on this side. Mm-hmm. And so it, it was It was so many months of, I, you know, it, it just, I went through so much with dealing with the, the thought of loss. Like, I felt like a failure. Like, man, my firstborn son is gone, you know. But God... We held on and we, we continued to pray. We had the, the love of our family, the love of our church family. Um, at the time, I was at House of Hope, and, and it, just, it just amazed me, the love of God that he poured through his people. And months went by, and I'll be honest, I had moments where literally, one moment, I wanted to just let it all go. I The, the enemy tried with my mind in the battle, like, your son ain't here, you know. You know how he tried to check that and, and all that? Oh, yeah. He wanted to, yeah. He wanted the media to get taken out because he he knows that they got it. He, the enemy ain't gonna mess with you if you ain't worth nothing. Right. He ain't gonna bother you like that. Value. So it was like I was behind the wheel and I wanted to let go. Yes. I wanted to let it all go, but God helped me, yeah. and He wanted me to share my story to let the people know that I, I'm gonna get you through that too. Wow. Yeah, you lost that boy, but guess what? Guess what He did for me? He blessed me with another baby. Wow. He blessed me with a rainbow baby, my son. Bryson, whom I love dearly, and he's healthy. They ran all the tests. And my husband and I, there's a 1% chance that the kids that we have, you know, there's a 1% chance, they said, 1 out of uh, 4% chance that, you know, the child can have cystic fibrosis. When they tested my rainbow baby, when I tell you God is, God did it, my baby is healthy. He's literally my miracle. So just hang on in there, even after loss. I'm telling y'all, the enemy, he's on. In the beginning, I was like, I'm fine. I'm full of faith. But I have to be realistic. You have to be realistic with how you feel. You have to be realistic. And like, God, you know what? I'm hurting. Let me just be honest. When I got to the point, I, I, I held it in so long, tried to be strong. and la- I love to laugh and I love to joke with people. But I laughed and joked so much to the point I was deep down inside. I was dying and didn't even know it. Mm. And at one point, I just wanted to snap. And I just wanted to be like, God, I don't want to deal with this no more. Like, you took my boy. I done fasted. I done prayed. I done believed you. And but at the end of the day, God, I'm going to trust you. Right. God, I'm trusting you. I'm a, I'm a woman of faith. My mama is a, a, a preacher, Adela, and I come from the Word. Um, I come from Bishop Mitchell and New Life Church in Cleveland, Mississippi. The Word is in me. So he, he said, hey, I'm going to get you through that, and look at me now. Yes. I'm able to share my story on the radio. I'm able to share it through a book and actually help someone else out. That's what it's about. That's what it's about, and that's beautiful. That is beautiful. And, and, and I can share this with you if I can piggyback right with you. So at the same time, I, I was in that place once before in my life, and here it is. People always, you know, I always, I always make this, 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 this saying. I made this saying: every tow truck needs a tow truck. And what I mean by that, somebody always needs to be able to carry someone along the way sometime or another in their lives. And because I can relate to you when you said that you, you had this uh, mental thing that went on with depression, if I'm not mistaken, it, that was mentioned in, in your book uh, about okay. your loss. And, and I was in that place once before that, you know, here they say, oh, he's the pastor. He's he never get weak. He never get tired. He never get you know, he don't lose battles. The truth of the matter is that's what I thought I was. And God mm-hmm. had to remind me that you are a human being, not a human doing, if that makes Come sense. On. And I was in that same place. I was riding down the street. I was so discouraged. I was out of just like, Lord, I'm preaching here. I'm preaching there. 
I'm prophesying there. I'm helping this person. I'm helping that person. And here it is now. I'm at the I'm at my wits end and don't know who I can reach out to. And I was right as I was riding on the highway, the interstate. Something spoke to me and said, you know what? You can end this really easy and fast and you won't even hurt. So you can just run off the road. And guess what? I begin to cry and say, you know what? That may be right. I want somebody to hear this because this is a true story. Because some of the things that I went through, and I understand when you said the divorce, when you love somebody, but you at the end of the day, they don't love you like you love them. And they turn their back and they mess. Oh, God, we're shocked and talk. And, and, and that's so true, sis. And I wanted to run off the road and give it all up. But I began to cry to God. Yes, and God, God told me that I'm wonderfully, fearfully yes. made by the hand of God. And if God brought me to this, he'll bring me through this. And then I just had to go with that because even though I was still messed up, but God kept me. Look at me today where I am and how God has blessed me to be successful, to make things right, to get things right. And, and we understand that, sis, because people don't understand, even in the church, preachers, bishops, ministers, evangelists, missionaries, deacons, whoever, however you want to put it, everybody needs mental health. Um, everybody needs to deal with mental health. Amen. Everybody. You, you can't get by with it because I know the scripture says in the multitude of counsel, there's safety. And that's what's wrong with the church. Some of the church today, nobody want some, nobody want nobody telling them what to do or what they yeah. think was best for them. And I, I heard you say something also about the mental health. Can you expound yeah. on that in your book? Just we want to get some little nuggets and stuff, you know, from you just to share about your book. Uh, you know, hello, my name is Overcomer. That's powerful within itself. If you just take that topic, hello, my name. And guess what, sis? My name is Overcomer. My, my name. My name yes. is Over. Because That's look it. at what God have brought me through. Look oh, what God have brought me over. A, a lawyer in the courtroom. A doctor in the uh, sick. In, you follow me, sis? Yes, I do. When I lost my child, I know how you feel. They left my boy out there in the cold like a dead dog. You, you, you follow me? So I, I feel you. And there's somebody out there listening to you. But I want you to express, expl just expound on the mental health part. What happened? And I heard you say it, it caused you to get to this place where, you know, you were strong for everybody. But then when it came down to you, it's just like you almost had a mental break, a nervous breakdown. What, what happened? Can you express, on, um, express that? It was, um, I was driving in the car, um, and I was on my way from Target. Let me tell y'all what happened. It, let me tell I was had don't I had gotten to the point where life had literally overwhelmed me to the point to where I just didn't even realize that, you know, mental health does matter. I had to go see a psychiatrist. It's okay. That's You're okay. Perfect. That's okay. I have Jesus and I have my Lexapro. Because at the end of the day, we need God, and we, we do need God, and, and we can preach up a song. But if you're not taking care of the mental health, what can happen is you may break. If you're not expressing how you feel, you may break. You can't handle it all. Right. God did not design you to handle it all. So I was driving on my way to Target, and literally, y'all, somebody's tire um, um, blew or whatever, and it, and it hit my car. Like, I was so zoned out. 
and I didn't even care. Like, you know, usually you'll get upset. Like, these people they ain't even, like, they drove off, ain't like nothing happened. You know, you'll get upset and something flew off. Uh, it was something that happened with the tire. It's something, but it hit my car. And it messed up my car. I didn't even care. I didn't even care. I just kept driving. And when I got to Target, I realized, oh, they hit my car. Now, that's how you know you're at a point mentally. You don't even, like, you, like they just hit, they, they literally, whatever else that went into the air hit my car, it literally caused my car to be getting in the front. Like, they, the bumper almost fell off. <laughs> and I'm wow. sitting up here in a state of, like, I had already been stressed out. Like, I had been overwhelmed and and, and just, just literally almost checked out. And, and literally, I was getting ready. I was getting out of the car, and I saw that. And uh, when I get, finished doing my shopping, I, I drove back home. While I was driving home, the enemy was like, let it go. Let the wheel go. Let it, I, wow. I literally got like, like, I just had a little mini accident, right? Didn't care nothing about that. Didn't fuss at nobody. Didn't call no insurance. Wow. I ain't even I just kept, I got out the store and I was like a walking zombie. Dead. In a dead place. Literally, literally gotten to the point where I hadn't taken care of myself. I'd been taking care of, you know, my now husband. And I love my husband, Brandon, and um, my child, Bryson. And I was dealing with life. But I never dealt with that loss like I needed to. Right. I never dealt with it. And the enemy got into that mindset. Like you said, it seemed like you had a similar story. It, the mindset, like it literally, I don't know, it just took over my thought. Right? The enemy literally tried to take me out. And I almost let the wheel go. So, I look, almost he, let the wheel go. Like the enemy was like, let it go. I didn't care about nothing he, around me. He just said, let it go. And I, I, I found myself, and I, I literally had to pull over to the side of the road, and I began weeping. Like, oh, my God, did that just happen? Like you almost left this wheel, but like you literally like. So so so, let me ask you a question. With this, you're telling me that what what needs to happen? People need to revisit their past and make sure they have a a a a proper barrier of what went on in their house, of what went on in their lives, what went on in their minds, dealing with trauma. Because if you don't deal with it, then you. So what I'm hearing from you, if you don't Mm -hmm. deal with it, then. It can be 20 years later when you're a grown man or a grown woman, that same trial that you didn't have that funeral for is going to show back up in your life and cause issues. Is that what you're saying? Oh, definitely. Definitely. And that's exactly everything. I didn't just deal with the loss. I dealt with childhood trauma, dealing with things that I had dealt with um, even as a That brought you to this point right here. It brought me to the point like all of this stuff. I'm not worthy. Why am I sitting here? The devil is alive because there's purpose for my life. And you didn't and have no control over what happened when you was young. Like, I, I I feel like I blame myself for a lot of stuff that happened and things in that nature. But I'm like, at the end of the day, you know what? I really, I mean, it could have went another way, but that's the past. And let me tell you what's interesting. I went to church literally uh, weeks later after that happened. And the men of God, um, Pastor Salters, I, I attend Light of Joy now in Riverdale, and he said, make peace with your past. What happened, happened. Move forward. God is doing a new thing. Any situation you had to pray your way out of, you don't need to go back to. Wow. Wow. Can, can I and ask you? Go, go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm listening. Oh, and that stuck with me. It stuck with me. God is doing a new thing. But first, you got to deal with what you was dealing with. I sat on that couch of that psychiatrist, and I let it all out. 
things that I had been holding in for years and years and years. And it, it, it impacted marriages. It impacted my relationship with people. It impacted my trust issues. If you don't deal with that thing, that thing will deal with you. So it's safe to say that if you get somebody that's wise and mature enough to walk with you in your yep. past, even though I may be 40 years old, 30 years old, 33, 40 years old, 45. It's, mm-hmm. So you're saying it is safe to get somebody that you can trust, that's, that's credible, to walk back mm-hmm. with you into your past and deal with the issue. And like you said, and have that funeral and yep. make sure you bury it. And then you can go back to your future and continue to live your future doing the things be, of God. Is that right? What you're saying too? Is it safe yes. to do that? Yes, you can be all that God has called you to be. But you just can we can't all. just trust anybody. We just have to have that certain somebody. That spirit of discernment. You got to know who who to say because you can't share with everybody. I learned that the hard way. You can't share your story. This this, this you know you have to share only what God tells you to share as well too. But how, how did you find out who to, who to choose to share your pain with? Because, you know, people will take your ammunition and use it back against you. Right. Right. So how did you distinguish between who was good for you to talk about your your pain versus, you know, you just holding it within besides the psychologist? Because I've been there. I know what you're talking about. How did you choose? Mm-hmm. Because somebody out there that, that are, literally is struggling. With the mm-hmm. same issue, it may not be the same thing, but it's the same same stuff. They want to know: Can I trust them? Because if I talk, especially people in the church, if I can talk, I'm not talking about ter- talking down on the church. You're talking about, I'm just saying. Yeah. Sometimes I, I have found some of the most critical people in the church mm-hmm. because if I told you my testimony, you begin to frown at me and look at me funny. Now you're not my friend. Mm-hmm. Now you don't love me no more. Mm-hmm. Does, that, does that make sense? It makes sense. It, it, it makes sense. So how how do you choose? How did you choose that mate to talk with, to share your pain? How did you do that? Well, it's like I didn't even have to choose. God literally allowed me to just, he put put these people on my heart. Like it's been a few people God has been able to allow me to share with. You will know. I can't, can't tell you how you'll do it. But let me tell you what God did for me. He made all the lines fall in pleasant places. He allowed a person to call me a complete, like a person, to, like he, he literally allowed them to call me in that moment. And I just poured it out because it was like, it just divine order of God. Like, I can't tell you, you know, who you, but you, you got to be in a place where you, you hear from God. You got to be in a place where you can hear from Because you're saying that I need someone to talk to. The word says, delight yourself in him and he'll give you the desires of your heart. The light, people, they want the desires of the heart, but the light means to spend time with God. So once I got in that place where I realized what I was going through and I got in that place with God, I didn't have to go looking for nothing. He brought it to me. So getting to a place where you're spending time with God, just hear his voice. He'll send the right people. He'll send the right person. Right, right. Right. And, and so can I add this into I just and, and I want somebody to hear this because, you know, you got people that are in faith and you got mm-hmm. people that are not, you know, they call it the no church world, the people mm-hmm. that are not in the church. But there's a young lady out there right now and there's a young man out there right now that really don't know God like you and I and the other people of faith and they don't know how to talk to God to get that relationship to pray. Mm-hmm. 
they no one never taught them how to pray, how to seek the Lord while he may be found. How do you have any encouragement to speak to that woman, that young girl that don't even know God mm-hmm. and that young man that don't know how to talk to God? He's hurting. She's hurting. She's been raped. She's been molested. She's been abused from her mom, her, her stepdad. Who glory? Her stepdad to manipulate it. And then when he when she told mama about it, mama didn't want to believe it because mama thought that she wanted her man. Oh, I wish y'all could hear me. I wish y'all could hear me. How do you deal with that? I don't know God, sis. I mean, you, we, we just dialogue. I don't know God. How can you speak to me? Because I heard you say you can pray to God, but I don't know how to pray to God. That's what the woman is saying. And the man says, I don't know who God is. So how do I build my confidence up when I'm broken? I'm hurting. I contemplated suicide five times in the last two months. And, 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 and I need help. I need hope. And now somebody's listening to this radio station today. And it was orchestrated by God that we talk about what we're talking about because God is the one that ordained this. And so I'm asking you, sis, they don't know God. How can they find that peace of how can they find that that hope that you and I have? If you don't mind, please. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. If you're out there, you want to know who God is. You have a closer relationship. I really want you to pray this prayer. It's the prayer of salvation. Come right now and just pour your heart out in this moment. Heavenly Father, I come to you from the depths of my heart, realizing I have sinned. I repent of my and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, and he died on the cross for me and my I believe that you raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and live in me now. I receive by faith you as my personal Lord and Savior. I receive your Holy Spirit as my comforter to help me obey you and do your will. It's in Jesus' name that I believe and receive the things prayed this day. If you can pray that, and even if I need to post this on my Instagram, just to, to share this, if you want to pray it for yourself, it's indescribable, faith 17. Just pray that simple prayer, and you're saved. God can save you with just a simple, you don't know how to pray, that's where you can begin, is the prayer of salvation. Amen. God is here to heal you. He's here to restore you. God, he's here to restore. I need to restore. He's Amen. here to restore you. And today is 16. 16 is the number of love. For God so loved the world that he died on the cross just for you, sis, just for you, bro, just for you. Amen. And you can be saved today, February 16th, the month of love. Come on now. And so how could they reach you? Uh, if they want to just talk with you just on a personal level, can you give us your information all over again so we can know who we are talking with, your name, so they can know who you are, your name and your book, and then we're going to take a quick break and we'll come right back. If you can go ahead and give us that really quick. If that's, is that- oh, yeah, of course. Um, my name is Andrika. Like I said before, my Instagram is indescribable faith seventeen. Um, you can also reach out to me if you like at four seven zero seven five three five five three zero. Again, the number is four seven zero seven five three five five three zero. My lines are open. Please feel free to call. Please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram and just know that you are loved. <laughs> God loves you. 
Amen. At this time, we're going to take a break. We want y'all to hold that down right there where you all at at this moment, because we're going to continue to dig into this thing. There's a powerful testimony for someone. This is Dr. Bonnie with a view, and I'm your co-host, Pastor James Hunter. Thank you. Dr. Bonnie Bonita with a view will be right back. Good music lives here on WIGO AM 1570. Ellenwood, Morrow, Georgia. We are the legendary WIGO. Pace Center 1570 AM Atlanta.
This is Dr. Bonnie with a view. We're back. And we have as our special guest today, Andrika. Hello, my name is Overcomer. Are you still there, Andrika? I'm still here, yes. Okay. And we have here Dr. Bonnie with us as well. I know she has some things that hey, she wants to Hey, Andrika, welcome to the show. You are an amazing woman of God. Thank you, Jesus, and thank you for joining our show today. Uh, you and Pastor touched on a lot of different things, and again, I'm sorry for your loss, but I think that you are a woman of God, and that is what helped you, mold you, get you to where you are today, and thank God for Jesus. You are amazing, and congratulations mm-hmm. on your book. Thank you. What I wanted to talk about with Pastor Hunter today and you was how do you think people can help each other best when they are grieving? I know during the loss of my husband who died from cancer after a two-year battle, um, just hardly fought, uh, individuals just showing up and showing their concern and staying with me, that helped me. What do you think helped you with your grief initially, your first stages of grief that you had? Um, for me, it was the love of my family and my friends and my loved ones. The outpour of love and support, oh, my God. I can't, my church family, everyone is. That's that's the initial, you know, um, you know, help from was was the love and support of my loved one. Okay, and then you're you're you were you were grieving the loss of a child. I cannot imagine how hard that was on you and your family. And let me ask you a question. How do you think you survived with your faith, I know, but other than your faith, did you use any mental health tools to help get you through the depression, the loneliness, uh, possibly uh, uh, the regrets, any of those things? It was music. Um, I am a, a vocal performer also. Um, so it was the music, just just shifting the atmosphere. And like playing worship music at the time, music really helped me go through. Of course, with my God, great music was my, my go-to. And then it got to the point where I had to really start dealing with the hurt and the loss. It was time to go see my doctor. <laughs> I went to my doctor, who referred to me to a psychiatrist, and I was able to just sit on the chair and just let it all out. Well, I think what really helped me was saying his name, telling stories about how, and his name was Graham Stinson, stories about um, how he changed my life, how he impacted my life. And um, thank God that I'm remarried, a wonderful husband, wouldn't trade him for the world, but I'll never forget the love that I had with my husband that passed. So I think, again, saying his name understanding the relationship that we shared, understanding how he changed my life for the better, the thoughtfulness, the consideration, the love, the adoration, all of those things help impact me. Pastor, you also suffered a loss with your child. What would you think, what would you say to people who are possibly going through it now? How do you think they can best get over, and you'll never get over it, but how do you help heal the hurt and the pain? What, Dr. Bonnie? The, the first thing I would say to people, know that you are human first. 
And you have they have they said it's five stages that an individual have to go through in losing their loved ones. And one of them them is grief. You got to allow yourself to be able to grieve. Most people, oh, you weak. That ain't no get over it. Keep no, 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 no. Pump the brakes. I think everybody, if you lose a loved one, you need to have take time to grieve. And let the grieving get through and take its course. You're going to go through a stage of denial. You got to allow yourself to, you human, remember? Mm -hmm. And allow yourself to deny some things. But after a while, you're going to snap back into it. Mm -hmm. You're going to be angry at a moment. Mm -hmm. Let anger take its place. In the midst of that, have good support Mm -hmm. and watch your environment when you're in. Because when you're at this stage uh, when you lost someone, you become vulnerable. You become vulnerable. And people think that you're sober, but you're really not sober. That's when people can take the most advantage of you mm-hmm. when you are vulnerable. So it's mm-hmm. good to have a great support team around you that's going to be honest, that's going to be open, mm-hmm. that's going to watch out for your best interest. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I think it's another one is uh, depression. Mm-hmm. You're going to go through a moment of depression. Mm-hmm. Allow yourself, your body's going through these different emotional uh, uh, things because that's the way it know how to heal. Isn't it beautiful how God created us? That's right, Pastor. That we can go through these, because without those things, we couldn't properly heal. Mm-hmm. Y- y- you follow me? That's right. And those that are out there now, I just lost one of my brothers, my cousin, just cousin. And we, we're officiating his thing and getting it together now as we speak. Thank you, Jesus. And here's the cool part. Thank you, God. Here's the cool part. Mm-hmm. Eight days before he passed, mm-hmm. he was able to go down in the water baptism in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. And guess who did it? Man. I done it. Thank you, Jesus. God gave him the grace because I prayed next God. I said, Lord, don't let him die without this. And God answer our prayers. So another thing, along with that, it's just the truth. We have to have a relationship with God in the process. Because if you don't have peace in your heart, you don't want to die like that. Because the first thing he had said before he, he got to this place, and, and, and I know a lot of people don't want to, he, he, he didn't understand. He was angry. Mm-hmm. He was afraid. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't have that assurance. Mm-hmm. The reassurance mm-hmm. that God gives us. And the last thing I say is acceptance. You got to be able to, after all of this going on, I know it's your daughter, your son, your grandson, or some person that you're close to. Mm-hmm. You got to come to grips of accepting what have happened. Mm-hmm. Once we get to that stage, the last one, acceptance we can then begin to move on mm-hmm. with our lives. And, it's, and let me tell you, it's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. And it's not going to, you're not going to overcome it over in one month. You're not, it take years sometimes with people to overcome the death of their loved ones. Mm-hmm. I still think about my son to this day. Mm-hmm. And I have the memories of him. Right. And also Jesus. the bad memories of him. You, you, you follow me? So I have to take all the good, the bad, and the ugly and accept that. Oh, I got to accept everything that happened, why it happened, when it happened, mm-hmm. and, and everything. 
And, and I hope y'all hear me out there because it's important that you allow yourself to go through those stages, grief, denial, mm-hmm. anger, mm-hmm. depression, and finally accepting. And if I can jump right in here, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a part of that grieving process also. Mm-hmm. I had two little boys. Mm-hmm. They both were born at separate times, but they both had the same illness. Mm-hmm. They started getting sick at six months of age, and they both died at three months, at three years old. Lord have mercy. And the first, my first son, I was drunk out on drugs and alcohol. As a matter of fact, at the cemetery, I was trying to get get the hookup. Mm-hmm. When my second son passed away, I preached his funeral, and I, I never Jesus. will forget. I was riding the bus during that time, mm-hmm. and I was at the bus stop, and I was going through what I was going through. Mm-hmm. But I noticed that everything else was still going on. Cars were still moving, the lights were still changing, red to green, mm-hmm. and, and I said, "Wow." Mm-hmm. I'm going through this, but life is going on. That's right. I'm going through this myself, but ain't nobody stopped. The cars didn't stop, you know. That's so right. like Pastor yeah. just said, mm-hmm. you know, you got to accept it. And being saved really helped me a whole lot. Mm-hmm. You know, being, being saved. And, and I'm going to share this and I'm going to get out the way. God, You are not in the way. God gave me this. Mm-hmm. And I share it with people all the time. Mm-hmm. God said, Eli, if you ask me to keep him, that'll be selfish. That's right. He said, if you ask yeah. me to take him away, that'll be selfish. He said, so let me help you take all the weight off of you and put it on me. Mm-hmm. He said, if you say, God, let your perfect will be done. And one of the interpretations of perfect is mature. So God said, if you just put it in my hands and be okay with whether I let him leave, live or let him stay, because you know I made a perfect, mature decision. He said, Thank let you, me Jesus. take the weight off of you. And put it on me. And I share that with people whose loved ones are going on or, or getting ready to make that transition. Take the weight off. That's right. Put it on the God who can handle it. He can handle all things. So I'm, you know, I'm, I join you with that. And um, oh, thank it's, you. it's a process. Thank you, Brother Eli. It's a process. Thank you so much. And if we can all know and understand that our loved ones are sitting at the right hand of God, I think that just helps our heart. And it just helps our faith and our belief in God Mm. because, again, as Eli just said, God's perfect will, not our will, but his will. Let his will be done. And, Pastor, I would uh, employ you to say a prayer for Brother Eli and uh, Sister Andrika and also for me, Pastor, because of our loss, because we're still hurting. We still love. We still want the best for our family, our friends, and for everyone else. And sometimes we we hurt and we suffer in silence. We we suffer our grief, our pain, our loss. We suffer that internally, and that's not good, Pastor. So if you could say a prayer for all of us and those out there who've lost a loved one and still having a hard time trying to get over it, Pastor, and yeah. we'll never be over it. Exactly. And, and Dr. Boniface, okay, mm-hmm. can yes. I say this, and then I will pray. Thank you, Pastor. Even when Jesus came to Lazarus I want y'all to hear me because a lot of time people when they see people hurting they're broken especially with the death or the loss of their family member or loved ones the first thing they try to do is encourage people mm-hmm. that's not always the right thing to do because there's no words that's right that you can say none. to me none none when I lost because if you hadn't lost your dad mm-hmm. if you hadn't lost your child None. If you haven't lost your wife or your Amen. husband or Amen. your grandmother. Amen. You, how dare. That's right. And see, and here's the cool part. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to pray. Mm-hmm. The only thing Jesus did mm-hmm. 
even though Lazarus was his best friend, his cousin, mm-hmm. the Bible said that Jesus, only thing he done was he wept. That's right. Sometimes we have to be quiet. That's right. And allow God to be God. That's right. And let God work in places where we can't work. Thank Let God you, reach down in places where we can't Thank reach. You, Let God fix what we can't. I wish y'all could hear me, Thank but you, I'm going to pray now. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you, first of all, God, for blessing us to still be here. Thank you, Jesus. To give you the praise. Thank you, Jesus. To give thank you the God. honor. To give you the glory. Because we found out without you, we can't do nothing. Thank you, Jesus. And with you. We can do all things through Christ that's strengthening us. Thank you, Jesus. There's a woman, there's a man out there that's struggling with the loss of their loved ones. And we ask you, God, by your power and the authority that's in your name, that you reach way down where we don't even understand and pick them up. Thank you, Jesus. Strengthen them where they're weak. Thank you, God. Encourage them where they're discouraged. If there's depression, suicidal thinking, God, we ask you now to cancel out every assignment In the name. that the enemy try to bring up against your people and reassure them, Lord, in this process that you will make everything all right. And remind us, Lord, even though we don't know better, that we are human and it's okay to cry. Amen. It's okay to want to give up. It's okay when things happen with depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. anxiousness. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Let us know. Wrap your loving arms around them and us as we go through this trying time. We love you and we praise you in advance. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen, amen, amen. And Sister Andrika, um, Sisters United Everywhere, I'd love for you to be a part of that organization. It's where we continuously lift each other up, each other's families up, and we lift them up by not just word, but also by deed. And my personal prayer to you is, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I hope that you continue to allow Sister Andrika to flourish, her book to flourish, Father God, that she have the wisdom, the wherewithal, the knowledge, the understanding to do your will and your work, Father God, that she'll continue to help herself, her community, the people that she loves, the people that she know, Father God, the people that she don't know, that she'll continue to touch everyone's heart within the sound of my voice, Father. And if they know or don't know you, Father God, that she will allow herself to speak out and each one reach one and each one teach one, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray for all of your children that's hurting, that have sorrow, that has pain, pain from loss, pain from relationships, any pain, Father God, that you and only you can heal and abide by. Father God, we just pray in the name of Jesus that you continue to help Andrika with her success, her knowledge, her understanding, her faith, her love, her compassion, her caring, Father God, that she'll continue to just spread the joy, spread the word, Father God, that only she 
know that she can do within her heart, mind, body, and soul. And Pastor, again, for your loss, Father God, that you continue to help Pastor because he is not only an amazing man of God, Father God, that he's walking the right walk, he's talking the right talk, Father God, and he's fighting the right fight, Father God, and he is not giving up on you, Father God. We just pray in the name of Jesus that you continue to help each one of us, Father God, with any pain, any loss, any suffering, any hurt, any harm, Father God, even if it's just the death of a relationship, Father God, and we just experienced Valentine's Day, Father God, and some of our loved ones were not here with us to celebrate, Father God, but only you know our heart, Father God, only you can heal our heart, and Father God, we ask for the right words to say to someone that's facing a loss, Father God, and Pastor, I wish that you can just take over from here. Yes, amen. Thank you, Dr. Bonnie, for the prayer. This morning, we know that God is pleased with the praise and the prayers that went up before him on today. Isn't that beautiful? Andrika, are you still there? I'm still here. I'm just- Amen. You just there feasting and soaking up, right? <laughs> Amen. Before we, now, before we go any further, um, Sister Andrika, I want you to I'll mention to them again about your book. Hello, my name is Overcoming Your Name and give us your information how we can contact you or reach you. Okay, again, um, the book is Hello My I would have an official on my Instagram, indescribable 17, where you'll be able to open a link and just purchase the book and bless you. It's pretty, like I said before, how to become things and failure and abuse, or sickness, death, personal mistakes, and so much only by God's love and hand that's so evidently. Um, so please, please make sure you Instagram, which is in seventeen. If you out to me, my phone um, four seven seven five three five five. Andrika, if you you may be moving around a little bit, but you're breaking up, and uh, a lot of the information is coming in a little choppy. So if you can. Yeah reposition yourself for one second and, and repeat it and please repeat. Andrika we're having a hard time oh. hearing you I'm sorry oh I'm so sorry I didn't know that are you on speaker can you hear me better now yeah, are I'm you, not you, on speaker oh, now okay okay yeah, that, yeah, yeah. straight into your is that handset better for you? that's better okay okay the name of the book is hello my name is overcomer um, the book will be available I will have the link posted on my Instagram which is indescribable faith 17 um and you're more than welcome to, um, you know, purchase that book on that link. Um, my email is hello. My name is overcomer at gmail.com if you also need to reach out to me via email. Um, but it is a book that will bless you. It gives my journey and my story of what I've gone through and the things that I've encountered in life and how God graced me to be able to become the overcomer so that I can share it to you and show you that you can also be an overcomer as well. Amen. And thank you. And also want to add to um with that, uh, Sister Andrika, um, mm-hmm. I want to let the people know here also if they're looking as well for a church home and looking for salvation, deliverance, healing in their minds and for their minds, you can join us with Reconciliation. It's the name of our church, Reconciliation. And people say, well, what is Reconciliation? We believe in connecting people to God. We believe in re connecting people to God and those that are connected to God. We believe in helping them to stay connected with God. And our address is 30 25 
Bethany Church Road. That's Snellville, Georgia, 339. And you can reach us at 251-313-19. That's Reconciliation Ministry, 3025 Bethany Church Road in Snellville, Georgia, 31319. And you can we can be reached at 251 31319 if you're looking for a way out. And you can meet us there on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. And I promise you there is a word from the Lord. If you need healing, you need deliverance, you need to be set free. And if you're just seeking the word from the Lord, this is the place. I want you to meet us there on Sunday. Amen. Andrika, I know it's, it's getting mm-hmm. close to the time to close out. But I want to ask you one other thing okay. before we go. You said something about you blame yourself. And from some of the past issues in your life and you blame yourself because you didn't understand what happened. My question is. Did you ever get to a place where you forgave yourself? Can you expound on that just for for the last few minutes and we're going to close it out? What happened? Did you ever forgive? And we want to know your heart. Did you forgive yourself? Or do do you still struggle with some of the past issues that went on in your life? Right before I, um, the service that the prophecy came forward that the book needs to be written, right? A few months later, I was um, listening to this sermon on Instagram, and I'm um, like, wow, it, it just kept pricking my heart. Like, how am I going to write a book? You know, if I ain't forget, if I can't forgive the people, if I can't forgive myself first and foremost, and God shared with me, and it was like a life-changing experience. I literally had worship in my home, and I asked God to purify my heart, purify my God heart, help me to forgive me. Forgive me. How can I forgive others? I don't even forgive myself. I'm so hard on myself for years. I feel like I wasn't enough and I didn't, you know, everything. You know, I was so terrible as a kid. You know, I was these, dead and the other. But I had God to forgive me, right? Right. But I had to learn to, the point of forgiveness for myself, it came from just listening to a word, a simple word. God literally did it in a moment. And I had worship in my home. Nothing special, right? Just in my home. And God said, forgive. You got to learn how to forgive yourself. And I wept before God and I cried before God and I asked God, I said, God, if there's any impurities in me that's not like you, God, remove it, God. I love to pray that God, restoring me, God, it restores to me the joy of our salvation, God. Creating yes. me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me, God. And I really prayed that prayer over myself. And in that moment, God was able to, I put that pen in my hand, I can't you not. And I began to write I began to write, and then it just flowed. And I, there were some stagnant moments, yes. but I, it began to flow because first you had, I had to forgive myself. And then the guy actually had to work on me. I had to forgive other people. Right. I didn't even know I was still mad at him. My father, you know, I felt like he wasn't there enough. Right. You know, all these other people, wow. maybe I forgave them too because in that moment I had a heart-to-heart with God. It, it can be at your house. God, forgive me. So forgive you tell me it, first, God. So Help you're me telling me. Myself. That forgiveness is not for the other person. Oh, it's for you. 
it's for everybody. It's for you, the individual. It's for, for you, you that you can keep going on in yeah. life, right? Isn't yeah. that well, beautiful? Well, everybody can figure it out. I get what you're saying. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. No, no, no. That's why we help each other. We're here for each other. It's not so who wrong or right. It's just we want to be able to dialogue and help somebody yeah. out there that are listening because yeah. it's okay. And then even with forgiveness, can I say this along with you? You may not forget about everything that happened. But you, when you forgive, don't mean you forget about everything. You can still remember some things. Mm-hmm. But when you forgive a person, you easily can go around them and you easily mm-hmm. can forgive them and you easily can pray for them. When you get to a place where you can't pray for your enemy when they've done you wrong, then you had not forgive them, forgave yeah. them. Is that all right? At this time, Sister Adric, we enjoyed you today. Amen. We want you to come, and you all that are out there, to come back and join with us again on next Thursday at 1030 with Dr. Bunny with a view and with your co-host, uh, Pastor James Hunter. We will be having some powerful discussions, and we love all of you all out there in Radio Land. At this time, we're about to get ready to close this thing out, but we want you all to reach out, love someone, care for someone. Dr. Bunner say, each one, reach one. Each one, teach one. This is Dr. Bunny with a view, your co-host, Pastor James Hunter. Thank you. We love you. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed Dr. Bunny Bonito with a view. Please remember to send in any questions or comments to WIGLAM1570.com or you can reach Dr. Bonnie Bonita directly at BonnieBonitaWorldwide.com. You can also join our army of volunteer advocates. It takes a village. Our email address is Dr. Bonnie Bonita at BonnieBonitaWorldwide.com.